gosh, I killed you on that one too. I'm even. I'm not even trying to do anything crazy. I think it's because you're actually putting your nose right to the microphone. Welcome to Book Sniffers, the podcast where we talk about books and other such things. I'm Nick. I'm Lindsay. Uh, and this is officially two months in now. We've been doing this for two months. It's official. Go <laughs> us. How <clears throat> are you? <laughs> uh, I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. So what, uh, what were you sniffing? Um, I was sniffing the A Little Life. Mm. I think that's what I sniffed last week. Ugh. Yep. So wanna give us give us a few tasting notes. I'm just gonna go with despair. Oh yeah. What does despair smell like? Mildew. Oh yeah, that's actually a good call. I was gonna say like rotting something. It's kind of mildewy. I feel like it's like entering a house that has been closed off for a really long time. Ooh. Yeah, so mildew. Like it's dusty and it's just not a good it's warm but not in a good way oh i know exactly what you mean in a weird way yeah it's bad warm yeah yeah like old warm yes old warm that's exactly <laughs> what i'm going for what did you smell i smelt um we're gonna say i smell dr <laughs> sleep because i spoiler alert guys i read two books last week i don't think i've ever done an episode where i could come on here and say i read two books last week it's usually only ever one if that so i picked one and i picked book i picked no shit i picked uh what did i say dr sleep <clears throat> you good yeah, I'm good. I'm still eating lunch here, so if you hear some cracks of the Dorito or smunches of the sandwich, smunches, don't be alarmed. I'm just eating. Um, so anyway, how was your? Oh, uh, and I'm getting ghosty sense. Mm. You know, kind of like when you walk through an old warm, and you're like, oh, what was that? Like you kind of get like that little prickle on the back of your neck. Like yeah, I like Ooh. old warm. Old, I don't know. Does not sound. <laughs> yeah. It's not good, not for me. How was your week, babes? It was good. Um, I always ask you first because I can never remember what we even did. What was last weekend? Uh oh, last week was the really nice weather week. It was very hot. Remember? Oh yeah. So it was just a lot of gardening, a lot of outside time with the kids. Hmm. This sandwich is so good. Yeah, I'll I'll uh curious, I guess. What about you? How was your week? <laughs> it was good. I did all the same stuff you did, so you know. Did you? No, I did. Well, I did shoot a little uh little kind of a elopement situation, mm-hmm. which is really cute. Definitely enjoyed that. They had a it was fake a really cake. hot day though. They had a fake cake. Yeah, I know. They had a fake cake. I didn't know that was a thing. They had a, I guess that's a thing. Like you're, I don't know. <laughs> I liked it. It was fun for photos though, because you could flip it upside down and it didn't matter. That's what I mean. The photo was the cake upside down and I thought it was real. And I was like, that's very brave. <laughs> People don't want to hear you eat. What kind of Doritos do you think I'm eating? Are you asking them or me? I'm going to get them to lock in their guesses in three, two, one, just plain, just original. Which is nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Which, like, you know what's weird about Doritos is they're not great. But as soon as I have one, I can't stop, you know? 
It's like an it's like a it's laced with I never something. crave them, but as soon as I have one, I'm like, ooh, I I must yeah. have more. Probably the salty. Weird chip. Yeah, and the cheesiness, I would say also. Yeah, but the I think the saltiness would be in the cheese. Probably. Yeah, salty cheese. Warm old. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we were going to just quickly talk about, before we get into, like, books we finished, what we're currently reading, all that stuff, about book adaptations. Um, it, as, as all of you know, it's been kind of, it's been kind of rough for book adaptations and movies and TV shows, in my opinion. Um, it seems like, I'm the wrong person to ask, by the way, too, I don't really watch a whole lot, but it just seems like... You watch so much TV, (laughs) you're, like, a professional... It just seems like everything is either Star Wars or now there's like going to be a whole bunch of Lord of the Rings stuff. They're redoing Harry Potter. Marvel Universe. Marvel, just endless Marvel stuff. So we were thinking like, I'm getting the sense that people are really starting to crave some original um, book book adaptations, things that haven't been made into TV shows or movies yet. Because I think I was reading this thread where people are like, guys, like we don't need to remake all this stuff. There's so much content out there that we want, that we're craving. Um, So we were trying to think of series, book series, or just individual books that we'd love to see as movies or TV shows. And what what did you, did you come up with one? Um, Not a specific one. I do think. Perfect. I do think that there are quite a few series that I've read that I would like to see made into like cute little romantic comedy movies. My Mm. only fear or my hesitation with stuff like that is that that is automatically going to fall into the Hallmark movie genre, Mm. which they're not like those are not. I have nothing against those like come, you know, Christmas time. I watch the skating scene. Uh, yeah, no. See, that's the thing. Like, it, they're like low budget movies, and I don't want a low budget movie. Like, I want this to be kind of like on the Emily Henry level, where yeah. people are like, "Yes, we're doing this. Like, this is gonna be like a full blown production, and not just some like, let's go to a. I mean, you can go to a small town and shoot like a big production movie. I just don't want it to fall into the like PG thirteen Hallmark movie category, where the most you get is you want, like a closed mouth kiss. You want full D. I don't on want screen. no. I don't want full D on screen. Um, no, but I want there to be like, I don't know. I feel like they kind of took the Fifty Shades of Grey movie uh, books and made those into movies, mm-hmm. and people were feral for that. Like they wanted <laughs> that's true. They wanted that, and then all of a sudden they were like, no, we're done. I mean, it wasn't like the best adaptation. Like the the act it was not. I mean, it's not a great series either. It's not written very well. Um, and then the movies oh, were kind of like, fired. the movies were like, whatever. But. Can you, um can we quickly talk about that skating scene? Who was that guy? Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> you guys have probably all seen this, but there's a clip from a Hallmark it's a movie. It's a Netflix movie. Oh, it's a Netflix movie. Oh, my bad. And it's like a really low budget Christmas movie. Ugh. And you can very easily tell that he's not wearing skates, but that they told him to look like he was skating up to the, to the side of the rink. <laughs> If you have not seen this, go look it up. Chad Michael Murray skating is all you're going to need to punch in. It is so freaking funny. He's got like his hair is all like quaffed back and he's wearing this like long black pea coat, trench coat thing with his hands in his pockets. And it's just bad. Like it's not even. Oh, it's so good though. It's, oh my gosh. It's, <laughs> ugh. But yeah, um, I, I also think that there are some really great books that 
are kind of like one-offs that would make I think good movies um I would actually really like to see something like if we were villains fade into a movie because it's like dark academia um it's kind of like dark academia mean again it's take I don't I always just associate it with like like school and um oh like dark harry potter yeah like you know i'm always picturing like oxford or oh, okay 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 sorry things like that to, to interrupt you i just um, always hear people say that term and i'm like what does that mean i've what? never actually looked it up and i'm not well versed in dark academia oh no worries um that wasn't you guys that ding was me sorry it's says it's an internet aesthetic a subculture concerned with higher education the arts literature um and like that whole idealism but like if we were villains is dark academia it's kind of like a murder mystery whodunit it Hmm. is um like you know these students are studying shakespeare so i think some like some like that would be really exciting for me i feel for sure yeah that's i think it would go over really well like i'm picturing like um what's you know that movie the faculty with like josh hartnett and it's like really dark and like you know it's very like 90s grunge like do stuff like that or like the craft like like that kind of vibe but put it in like an oxford setting where it's like these really posh students and they all come from like different backgrounds what's that one uh where there it's like really it's like a really rich family and the guy dies oh my god there's like the kissing scene that might have been a spoiler, so maybe I shouldn't say it now. Frick, I love that movie. It was really popular. Oh, I can't remember it. This is going to drive people scene. nuts. It didn't have like a famous kissing scene in it. Cruel Intentions? Yeah, Cruel Intentions. Don't say it. No, no one dies in that movie. Um, that so, movie is... That movie's old. That, I love that movie so much. I like that one too. It has such a killer soundtrack it's so too. It's yeah. very bizarre, but it, it's the same thing. Like That fits the... To me, that fits like the dark academia vibe. And you know what? This is kind of just saying, like going, like we just, I think we're just craving some, some, some newness, you know? It needs to Um, be fresh. I mean, we were even just talking about how I feel like I'm even kind of a little bit over Disney. Like it's all Marvel Universe right now. And it's like everybody's getting their own spinoff thing. They haven't really done an actual like really good Disney animated movie I feel like in a really long time, like Pixar puts out a lot of animated Encanto stuff. Encanto is good. Oh, but Pixar is like Disney now. They're t- they're together, but I feel like there's I don't know, like Tangled was just pure Disney. That wasn't like Disney Pixar. That was oh, just Disney. Oh, I see what you're saying. Disney um, does have a movie coming out this year called Haunted Mansion that looks actually pretty good. People are pretty pumped for it. I think Danny DeVito's in it. Um, is it live action? It's live action. Yeah, so it's not. See, animated, I would be okay but... with like a live action movie as long as it was a fresh take on something Mm -hmm. right now they're just remaking all of the animated movies into live action movies well i can't i'm not sure if i'm I'm wrong on this like i think i think those movies make a lot of money but i don't think they're i think they've started to make quite a bit less money than they've anticipated i think it's Um, just because it's getting so old it's just it is getting very stale isn't it so um i mean that little mermaid movie looks kind of cool but yeah. You know, I don't know. But I don't have any urge, like, dying That's just urge it. to like, see I don't, it, you know what I mean? I'll watch it when it comes <clears> out on the... It's like, I already know what happens. But, uh, yeah, like, I'm not... I don't know. I'm not, like, 
gonna rush out to go watch it in the movie theater if that makes sense totally whereas for a movie like evil dead rising i'm dying to go see that because yeah. i don't know what's gonna happen well, we and also I don't saw know... we saw the first like the evil dead one the remake that they did we saw that in theaters and that was really fun it was so fun it was so violent you know it's just because you don't know what's gonna happen you're like oh is that are they gonna use a cheese grater on that person's eye <laughs> you know and yeah. uh it's just a different level of excitement I'm going to close the window because buses keep driving by. There we go. So, yeah, I was going to say for mine, I was going to say Mistborn. Um, I think a high fantasy series would be really, really cool. I don't, I'm not sure how well it would work for a movie because there's a, there's a lot going on. No, I think it would have to be a series. It would have to be a series because they have, like, the first era and then they have the second era. So there's, like, six books total, technically. Um, but if they did it... At the same level as a show like Game of Thrones. This is what I'm saying. I think it's. It I think it would be a hit, honestly. And I think what it has going for it's a finished, like it's a completed. Um. Oh, I should have looked into this. I feel like Brandon Sanderson may have said that there might be another set of. Th- I can't remember though, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah, but I think we can trust Brando. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, even if they just did those first three books, I think it would still be well worth. The investment i think people would be really into it it's a great story great really great characters cool world you know and i think the fantasy genre has come a long way it has yeah like for i sure. remember i don't know maybe back in like college days which is a really long time ago people would be like "Ooh, what are you reading and i'd be like nothing because i didn't want <laughs> i didn't want to be like i'm reading this Space epic Cowboys. fantasy and now when people are like, oh, what are you reading? I'm like, oh, let me tell you all about this world. That it is kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't know. I feel like it's become this like more talked about thing. And I think that's also thanks to social media platforms where yeah. people are like, I can share what I'm reading. And then other people are like, I'm reading that too. It's almost cooler right now to be into fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's done like a 180. Is Total. that it? Totally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would, I was going to say Mistborn. That's really all we got for that little segment. That went way longer than I, I think we could just keep going on and on about it. I think we could for sure, but it's to be continued. TBD, TBC. Um, so what books did you finish last week? Um, if any, I finished a few, um, I finished did I say this last week that I finished tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow I can't remember if you said you finished it or I, I think you were it. just finished the I NBC finished. chapter oh yeah I finished and did you like it we didn't, you never I yeah didn't I did know. I really really did okay sweet um yeah the NPC chapter destroyed me I yeah. I definitely I, I you don't know that but I went down to the basement and I cried <laughs> <laughs> it's a great ending it's a great uh it's um, a great time I, I I think that's gonna be a reread for me at some point because I did really enjoy the whole experience of it yeah it was great I feel like it was very simple in terms of like the characters mm-hmm. are just very they're simple people they're flawed they're you can relate to them um and you could really see them like kind of grow throughout the book and realize some things about each other. I thought it was very beautiful. I liked it a lot. It's a lot of self-realization. Yeah. And yeah, growth, like you said. It was Great really book. good. Yeah, I love that one. Um, 
I read the third book in the Maid series, which was The Darkest Temptation. Let's get into it. Let's get this is what this is what everybody's waiting for. This, what happens in this book? This okay, no, that's graphic that's, detail. No, the one that you're referring to is the book I read after that. Oh, oh, I'm this is the this is the, the mafia no, book. The mafia, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you're really right? you're really excited about this? Aren't I? Oh, okay. What's the one where he's banging her and the sharks are coming after her? Head? Oh no, no, that was I didn't I didn't finish that book. Remember that was the oh, end of... I'm still interested though. Give us some, give us some, um, give us some juice. Yeah, okay, so this was the third book in the series. There is supposed to be a fourth book, but she has not written it yet because she's on a bit of a writing hiatus. Oh, um, man. but I think it'll be worth it once it comes out. This book was the spiciest. I feel like she kind of starts with the first book and she's like, "Here's a bad guy, bad boy." Um, you hate saying bad boy. It's, yeah, I feel like that like <laughs> makes them sound like you they're wanna juvenile. Say, you want to say bad man, but that just seems... Like, <laughs> Not <weird>. right either. <laughs> um, anyways, so I feel like she kind of is getting you warmed up in the first book. She's like, yeah, he's like a morally great person. And then the second book, you're like, wow, this man is ruthless. And then in the third book, she's basically like, I'm tossing you into the ocean and it's sink or swim this was definitely the darkest of the three there was a few points where i was like am i okay with this i kept going because they they brought you back with like there was some like redemption but it was good it was very entertaining um was he like was he ruthless in this in like his job being a mafia guy or ruthless in the uh in the sack all of the above really yeah he is wow, like he's the, got everything going on well he is like the head of the Russian mafia in Russia. Oh, this is the Russian mobster guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so, well, the second book was, Ru- he was a Russian as well, but he left Russia and moved to New York. So he kind of was right. like a dirty fed. So the second book, he's a dirty federal officer. Oh, I had no idea what you said there. Dirty fed. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> third book is just like hardcore, like we are in Russia. We are in the wild, like the winter desolate land in a mansion in the middle of nowhere and it's basically like two families at war she the female main character doesn't know her family's history because her father has kind of kept her in this like little bubble in miami and she decides she's 20 she turns 20 and she decides she's gonna go see her dad because he's always like away he's never there and so she goes to moscow and while she's there, she meets Ronan, who's just like, I'm going to help you. But he's orchestrated this entire thing, and he kidnaps her and ties her to a bed naked. And he's basically like, I'm going to use you as leverage against your father. And then she gets Stockholm Syndrome because she's like stuck in such close proximity with him that she's like, I think I love you. And then it just snowballs from there and i'm like what is happening but i could not stop reading and it was so good give us uh give us a scene like give us a what's like this give it give us a spicy moment from that so from that book she is constantly referred to as sunshine because her favorite color is yellow and she's always wearing yellow and she's like kind of got this like hippie wardrobe so she's always wearing dresses and she never wears pants and he Wait complains that she even though it's he's always like your wardrobe is so impractical for russia where it's always (laughs) winter and it's always cold 
And so he takes everything away from her and she's left walking around this giant mansion in the middle of nowhere. And she's always wearing dresses, but she seemingly is never wearing underwear. So then he'll be like, come and sit on my lap. And so she'll like be sitting on his lap while they have like, there's like a scene where there's people sitting across the table who are technically her relatives that she's never met before in her entire life. And slight spoiler alert, um, he's basically like fingering her Jeez. and then pulls a gun out and shoots her cousin in the head while he's got, yeah. What? Yeah. She commits murder? No, he does while he, with his other oh, hand. he does? Yes, with his other hand. He's got one hand in her and the other oh hand on his gun. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was wild. That's what I was waiting for. It was wild. Jeez. That's actually a whole thing about the sundress, eh? That's like a whole, um, that's like a whole subsection of like, Point? um, I, I think so. Yeah, like sundress. Yeah, I believe, I can see that. But yeah, it was like a constant thing where he's just like, what, do you not own pants? And she's like, no, <laughs> I like to wear dresses. And he's like, I secretly love this. <laughs> Let me do things to you while I shoot my cousin in the head. Yeah. Or like he gets shot in one scene and she's like, I will make you feel better. And so she's just gives him a blowjob. And then the doctor is just like, and she's like, he made me do it. (laughs) Lindsay, the stuff you read is actually (laughs) mind bending. This series was recommended to me by somebody. I was like, hey, does anybody have a recommendation for dark romance? And my friend Michelle was like, you should read this. So I did. And I read all three books in the span of like four days. What would you recommend for me for like a dark uh, romance? Um, Or not for me, but just for everybody. Like, if, if anyone's listening and they, they haven't read any of these kind of, like, dark romance know. books yet, what's, would you throw this one at them? The Maid series? Or, or um, is there another Yeah, this one? was a very good series. The first book, like I said, is very tame. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the dark romance books that... Well, okay, so Emily McIntyre, who did the Never After series, those are dark romance books. Oh, the ones that are, like, Disney retellings? But the villains sort get of. their hap- happily ever after. And it's not even, like, it's not fantasy or anything like that. Like, they're... Okay. It takes place in like real thing, like real. So like Hooked, for example, is the one that leans towards Peter Pan. But it's not like um, he gets his name Hook because he uses a blade that is. Sh- I don't know what the blade is called anymore, but it's a blade that's shaped like a hook. Oh, like a sickle? Yes. And that's what he uses to like torture. Okay. People. The only reason I know what a sickle is, is because that was also in Dr. Sleep. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm not just, I didn't just know what a sickle And then was. like another I'm example that, cool. that would lean towards peter pan is like his bar is called the jolly roger so it's like little things like that the jolly Um, roger wonder what happens in there and like his name is james but his nickname is hook because he murders people with the sickle so you'd say the never after series is i love yes all there's four books right now the fifth book comes out in august or september um i've loved every single one scarred is my favorite which is the like the Lion King one. Isn't that like bestiality? No, 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 no. It's it's not animals. <laughs> it's not animals. I'm just but it's basically like there's two brothers and it's an arranged marriage and she is basically I don't want to give too much away because it's yeah, yeah. such a good but like it's just so good. It's, oh my god. It's really my, good. I feel like my whole thing is my whole section is gonna be so boring compared to yours because that was um, great. I'm not even done yet, bro. Oh, keep going then. Or do um, you want do you want me to hit one? Yeah, yeah, you go with one. 
so I finished The Dead Romantics by... Ashley Poston. Ashley Poston? You Poston. said Poston, but I said I say Poston. Yeah, whatever. Potato, potato. Um, did you like it? I did. Right? really love it. It's a great little romance book. Really cute. Uh, didn't see the ending coming. A lot of surprises. And kind of just right at my alley. It was like, for those that don't know, it's about a... It's about a girl who lives in New York City, um, but is from a small town in, I think, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, something happens in her family that forces her to go home. But what's her profession? Her profession is she's a, she's a ghostwriter for like a, a fake famous writer. A um, romance novelist. Romance novelist. So she's a ghostwriter for a famous romance novelist. Her new editor is this like, you know, very attractive, but kind of... Grumpy, closed off man. Grumpy sunshine. Is that what this is? Yes. He's a grumpy sunshine. No, no, no. He's grumpy. She's sunshine. Oh, that's what it means. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm stupid. Okay. So he's grumpy. She's the sunshine. Things happen. He ends up in... Can can I say? Mm. I I don't know how far to go without spoilers. No. I'm really bad at this still. Um, Just to say, so in in North Carolina, her family owns a... a, 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 um, What do you call it? A funeral home? Mm Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a lot of fun kind of family dynamics with that being a thing. And she sees ghosts. And that is not a spoiler because it happens very, very early on back when she's in New York City. Um, she, it's happened kind of, her whole life. Her whole life. She's just been randomly kind of seeing ghosts. And we slowly start to figure out why and what happens in these instances. And um, I'll just leave it at that. But man, it was great. Really, really cute. It's... Made me ha- I was smiling the whole the whole time. That's what I said to you. I'm like, it's a romance book, but it has so much more. Like, there's so many more layers. There's to a bit it. more going on. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, the family dynamic is really great. The, I don't know, like the character development and everything. I love it. Like, if you're just looking to kind of have a nice time, it's a great book. And it's, it, like I said, like, I read it after Marley. And it kind of, like, helped me to process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I think we kind of briefly talked about this yeah. in the last episode. So that was uh, kind of boring. There's love, no, no real like, great sex scenes in it. I mean, I mean, actually, shit, I can't really. There's a, there really is. One. There is one. But you really just can't say anything. I, but I can't say because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you go ahead. There is really good spice in it, though. It's just like a little bit more it's, tame. It's good build-up spice, too. Yeah. Which is what I like. Yeah. I don't like when it's just immediately like, bam. I like when it's kind of like, you like a chase. really slow climb, and then it's like. Oh, you like the slow burn. Mm-hmm. I like the slow burn, slow kind of like the teasing. build up sort of kaboom. Yeah. I'm good with just one scene in a book like that. Mm. Give me one and let the rest be build up and it'll be worth okay, it. Okay. But we're going to circle back to that. Okay. Um, so then I read Twisted Love, which I ended up sharing basically me reading this book in stages on my Instagram account because I was losing my mind and I was like, I need to verbally process this with whoever will listen to me you this is you hated this one or am i wrong i this is tough i did not like this book but it was entertaining (laughs) honestly sometimes (laughs) those are the best sometimes like a lot of my favorite movies i know they're not good but i still love them i will i read this book again no um i the best way that i can this book had so much going on, but at the same time, 
nothing going on. Like it was the I the entire like I know every exactly what you mean. Every chapter they were like, and then this happened, and I'm like, what? But what 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 about the last chapter? And then the next chapter, and the, but then this happened. I'm like, I don't know. Like, does this book want to be? A romance is this a contemporary romance is this dark romance is this like it, it's a brother's best friend romance so her brother her older brother who's older by four years they live next door to each other they clearly have some sort of she's had some sort of trauma that you don't know about until a little bit later in the book and it's like messed okay. up okay. the brother is suddenly like I am going over to South America to do a year-long teaching thingy, um, but I need my best friend, who you hate, and they have, like, an eight... Like, they've been best friends for, like, almost a decade. So there's, like, all this time that you're like, oh, okay, so there's backstory here, but you don't know what the backstory is, and you never find out what the backstory is. Um, and then the, he's like, my my best friend is going to move in. And then the best friend moves in and he's like, you don't want to know me. I'm a bad person. And you're like, well, why is he a bad person? And then he's like, in it, his like inner dialogue, he's like, I'm, I will murder that man if he even touches you. And I'm like, what? I'm like, so is this, are we, is this dark romance? Are you from the mafia? Like what? I'm so confused. I feel like you love this book. <laughs> I, you are so animated right now. <laughs> I feel, this book left me with so many questions that I'm like, and there's three more books. There are three more books. But are you going to read them? Or no. You, you're toast. Yeah, you're. It was, it was just too, such a like. Too much of a weird I ride. was talking about this with somebody else and I was like, it's like the author just had so many ideas and she just wanted to like throw them all in. It's not the worst book I've ever read. But I would just say that there's so many, we, there's so much happening. Like these two people go from, like he he basically says to her like, no, we can't do this. You're the you're my best friend's younger sister, and he'll never talk to me. And the next day he like, is like, I can never see another man touch you ever again. I'm gonna f you, a hundred different ways in this hotel room that I booked for us. And I'm like, what? Yeesh. <laughs> Like, it's just so, it was all over the place. It was wild. And then it ended, and I was like, what did I just read? That's probably one of my more favorite book wrap-ups that you've ever done. Because you, you're passionately hating this, but also loving it. I'm, never, <laughs> I'm so confused right now. <laughs> I literally was talking with somebody, and I was like... There is so much happening, but yeah. there is also nothing happening because there is so much happening. Like, it is a vicious cycle that just kept going on. Wild. That I was like, I don't understand this book in any way. <sighs> Damn, girl. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, I read that D book. Sure. Um, <laughs> did you read more? Yes, Good I did. Lord. <laughs> no matter what, I'm going to feel terrible. I, I was like, I read two books. And then yeah. I read um, the... My Oxford Year by Julia Whelan. Okay, give us give us a quick lowdown of that one. This book was so good. I took okay. a chance on this. I got it from the library. Knew nothing about it going in. And I would say that it is very similar in... Uh, or very similar to Me Before You. But it does have a happily ever after. Um, it was so good. This girl who is from Washington, D.C. and wants to have this like 
life and politics um she wins a scholarship and she goes to Oxford and the scholarship is like for a year and it's always it, I guess the scholarship always goes to an American student so she goes over to Oxford and she's just wanting to immerse herself in the Oxford lifestyle and she ends up falling in love with her professor who is I guess in the UK it's not as frowned upon for professors and students in like the college university level to have romantic relationships oh um so she is like i know we can't see each other and he goes actually we're in the united kingdom now like it's okay but it was <laughs> it was such a great we don't care here it was such a good book the secondary characters are all really great i really really enjoyed it so it's a good oh, way to awesome, end babe. the week Okay, so you you were kind of a little all over the map. I was all over reads, the map. You had a you had a good time. Yeah, you know, I had to balance things out a bit. Yeah, and well, now you're reading a little life, so you should read something, something that spice up your life. I am. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh my god, she. What are you reading there, my darling? Well, you. Oh wait, you, wait, wait. That's our next thing. Yeah, you you reading? talk about your doctor sleep now. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> So, I, yeah, the other book I read was Dr. Sleep, which is the sequel to The Shining. And it was awesome. I loved it so much. Um, quick little tidbit of information. Stephen King was on a book tour in 1998 for Bag of Bones. And someone during the signing asked him, whatever happened to that kid from The Shining? And that kind of got his wheels turning. And he eventually released this book. Um, so it does follow Danny, um, the kid from, you know, The Shining. He's, uh, this is 30, 40 years after the Overlook Hotel incident, and um, he still has his shining capability, and he comes across a uh, girl who also has the shining, but has a very intense version of the shining, and realizes that someone, uh, this group of people are after her because of this, and I'll leave it there, but that's kind of, that's kind of the rough storyline of it. I thought it was a really great sequel. Um, yeah, you I, really liked it. I really liked it. And I can't wait to watch the movie because I hear the movie's really, really good. And um, yeah, so that was my other one. Yeah, you watched the trailer last night and it's got Ewan McGregor. Yeah, which I didn't. He plays Danny. I had no I idea. I love him. It's kind of cool. He's a babe. Yeah. I'll watch that movie with you. Just yeah. for Ewan. Yeah, it was, it was a good read. If you're a Stephen King fan too, uh, and if, if you've read The Shining, I would I would definitely recommend checking it out because I, I made a TikTok about it, but I kind of enjoyed reading Doctor Sleep more than... The Shining, only because I didn't know what was going to happen. Whereas when I was reading The Shining, I think The Shining is the like a better book. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's just such a classic and it's just really really good. But Doctor Sleep is really really good in in itself. Um, but I did kind of enjoy reading Doctor Sleep more just because I had no idea what was going to happen. Whereas you know with The Shining, because of the movie, I kind of had an idea of what was yeah going on, even though it is a bit different. But the two as you went to. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you you mentioned multiple times while reading, you'd be like, this didn't happen in the movie. Yes. Yeah. So that wasn't happening either. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay. So what are we currently... Wait, we've... This is like a... It's I feel fine, like this is a long fine. one. We're Just good. Go We're, I don't care. I don't care. I'm totally cool. Well, I'm reading a... I'm, I'm finally reading A Little Life. Oh, yes. Yes. I am... That we know. I opted to listen to it because... <sighs> wanting to sit down and hey don't even I'm you totally listen I'm totally kidding I'm totally kidding you I listen, listen to, to it too. too um what would you say I'm like like uh, a third yeah I'd say a solid third it's good 
<laughs> oh my god um, you know what it's just like it's it's is it kind of just really outside of your typical uh lineup mm, is that why it's no. kind of been a bit tough or what would you say no it's i don't think it's that at all because i do with my with my other book club like i have read multiple books outside of my my preferred genres yeah um, for sure i like the book a lot it's just so incredibly wordy like today uh-huh. like i was talking uh-huh. to you today where i was just like wait i am so confused right now when they were talking the, the thing about jude i was like wait one minute we're with harold and the next minute we're with the Learys, and i was like is that harold like but you explained to me that it was like a, yeah, like a flashback. I, I, I to... can totally, I can totally see that because when I was reading it too, there were like I was really into it, and there were there were still a few points where I was like, "Wait, who are we talking about?" There's yeah, there's yeah. a lot of characters. There's a lot of like subplot mm-hmm. things where it like kind of veers off to the side, and there's like a little tiny, um, like it it goes off on a lot of tangents like there's something that's interesting about that book too is hanya will just at at a certain point that but you're probably past the point already being a third of the way and she just kind of stops telling you who we're talking about that's it too you kind of just have to know the characters well enough to know who she's talking about and it can be very like not frustrating but just kind of um intimidating because you're like i just want to make sure i'm getting this right it's kind of like um, it because it is very wordy. It is a book that you have to dedicate your brain to. Like you have to just be focused on that one thing. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sitting and listening to it while I knit because I know it. I can shut my brain off while I'm knitting, and that helps me to focus. But it's like when you sit down and you really want to watch a movie that has subtitles, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can like dedicate my headspace to like reading the subtitles of a movie you know what i mean you know that feeling i totally know what you mean what was what's the other one you're reading um okay so i'm also reading the right move by liz tom ford (laughs) all right oh it's so good oh my goodness okay so this this is how you do a best friend's brother romance (laughs) your entire demeanor just completely (laughs) oh my gosh Go for it. It's so good. Oh my goodness. It is so good. And you, you like slow burn. This is like slow burn teasing there. So our main character, Indy, she has just left a six year long relationship with the only man she's ever loved. They grew up together and then they one day decided that they were just in a relationship and everything was going to work out picture perfect. He pushed her to become a flight attendant, so she was always traveling. She's a flight attendant for the um, Chicago NHL team. Oh, the, you were telling me the Chicago Raptors, they called them? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> NHL team is called... It's, and it's messing with my brain because our NBA team here is the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. And I was like, I know that this is not accurate. So my brain this was like, real. this isn't right. Um but yeah, so she's a flight attendant for an NHL team in Chicago. So she's constantly traveling with very beautiful men. And he cheats on her. So she's suddenly living in a hotel. And her best friend is the twin sister of our male main character, Ryan Shea, who's the captain of the NBA team. And she basically, the sister begs him 
like, can you let her move in here with you? She's really down on her luck right now. She needs a helping hand, blah, 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 blah. So she moves in. So it's forced proximity. Then his GM is basically like, you're not a family man. So I don't know if I can trust you. Like, you only care about you, blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, this is my girlfriend. And they enter into this fake dating thing. Oh, it is so good when I tell you that it's like, it's like slow burn teasing. There is so much sexual tension. It is so well written. The characters are both so lovable. They're very guarded and very like, they've obviously like been in really shitty situations in their relationships that's made them guarded. But you're like, I still love you because you're just, you're, yeah. Anyways, I love it. Awesome. In case you didn't know, I was, you saw me oh. on the couch last night. I was laughing. Yeah, giggling. It's giggling. I got a little misty-eyed at points. All right. So what is this called again? The Right Move. It's actually book number two in the series. So oh. they're all like kind of standalone romances. Oh, I see. So okay. you don't have but they're to. Sports. Ne- they're all sports romances. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Okay. Cool. So apparently the first book is the NHL. This one's NBA. Love it. So good. <laughs> you're, you're bobbing your head. I can't wait to get back to it. You're just gonna as soon as this episode's done, you're diving right back, right back in from. Well, no, I, we have to go get the kids. Well, we still done. got some time, depending. Not enough. Uh, I'm reading Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. I just wanted to read another John Green book because I liked Looking for Alaska so much, and so far I'm really liking this one. I'm only like 50 pages in, so you know, can't really say a whole lot about it, but loving the characters. I like. I just really like his writing. It's it's nice to read. Um, so that's where I'm at. Uh, book pickups for this week. I can't even remember. We went um, crazy because you did a TikTok. Oh, right. Would you want to talk about some of your pickups? Um, like the two faves? Oh, well, one of them was Twisted Love, which... Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> which you're going to put in our little free library. No. Or some, or not yet. I'm, I'm kicking myself because that book was $25 and it's apparently on Kindle Unlimited. Oh, bummer. So I could have just read it on my Kindle. That's okay. That's but it's okay. fine. It's fine. Um, I got Tress of the Emerald Sea by Brandon Sanderson. I was really happy to pick that one up. Again, I didn't realize that those were going to be readily available this year. I thought for some reason that it was just the Kickstarter people that were getting it. Um, or, the, or was it GoFundMe? I can never remember. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Um, but maybe he decided that he made like billions of dollars that it I was fine. I don't know what happened. I, I think I was just wrong. I think he was going to release them, but... The uh, the Kickstarter people get them earlier, I guess. I'm not sure. So I got that. I got a paper. I got a uh, used kind of floppy copy of Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss because I do really want to get to that one this year. I got Beach Read by Emily Henry. We you're, should read that together. Flexing. Sorry, nice <laughs> muscles. Um, got House in the Cerulean Sea. Uh, I've just heard amazing things about that one. I have no idea what it's about, but it sounds. It mm-hmm. looks great. You know what it I mean? Gives you the warm and fuzzies. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and I got, uh, was that it? I'm trying to look over on my, oh, I got a copy of, um, The Adventures of Tom Bombadil, which is, uh, he's a character from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of just excited to see what that's all about. It's kind of just a short, like, little Tolkien book. Um, and I also got The Devil in the White City, which I... You used to have. Used to have, because <laughs> about six years ago, I was going to become a reader, and I bought that book and I never read it. So now I have it again and maybe I'll read it. Mm-hmm. Um, those are my pickups. Um, I got 
A few. I got, oh, I got um, Romantic Comedy, which is a new book by Curtis, oh gosh, Sittenfeld. Love it. That's actually what was voted on for my book club to read next month, so I'm excited about that. Um, I also picked up, I've never seen a copy of it in store, so I picked up um, Forever and Ever by Lucy Score. I already read it, but I loved it, and I would just like to have all of her books. It's a goal of mine. You love Luce. I love her. I also picked up one called I Know, Do I Know You? Um, by Emily, I always, this is like, okay, Emily Wibberly. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good name. It's not an easy one to say, but. Yeah, that's a toughie. And this book, I read the back of it and the immediate thing that I thought of was, do you like pina coladas? So you know how like in the song, do you know about the song? Do you know what that song is about? Oh, someone just told me recently. What's it yes. about again? Okay, so it's about a husband and wife that have kind of like hit this like plateau in their relationship where they're just like not, there's like no sexual chemistry between them or at least that's how they feel. They're not excited anymore. So he writes, he or she writes an ad in the newspaper looking for love basically and a person responds and then it kind of goes back and forth and then they decide to meet and they realize it's, the husband and wife like they know each other it's really really cute. cute it's really sweet so this book is kind of similar vibes it's a husband and wife that are celebrating their five-year wedding anniversary they go to kind of like a all-inclusive type of place to celebrate and they're sitting at the bar and the bartender mistakes them as strangers hmm. and instead of correcting the bartender they're like let's go along with this and it kind of like reignites things and makes things more exciting for them can I just say, you are really good at giving these book descriptions, and I need you to teach me, because you're, you, <laughs> you're so good at, like, encapsulating what these books are about, and you can be, like, lengthy with the, with the, respo- with the responses without being spoilery, yeah. whereas I'm, like, I feel like I can only speak for six seconds before I'm, like, Ugh. This happens in the book. Yeah. I, I gotta get you to teach me. You're so good. Thanks. Did you get anything else? Um, yeah, I got Beautiful Bastard by Christina Lauren, and I know nothing about this book, but I love Christina Lauren, so I'm very excited to read it. Mm-hmm. And I got, I got another one. Is it a horror romance? No, but I have read a thriller romance that I think you should read that I really liked. Tell me. It's by Emily McIntyre and somebody else oh gosh uh, oh it's like co-authored yes and Ooh, it's so freaking good um i'm pulling it up because i need to um i'm trying to think i feel like i missed a book too but i can't remember what it was oh my gosh i'm holding the mic so close to my mouth i'm sorry about that why did i do that <laughs> look at the. oh no i did it again <clears throat> No, I don't want that. Lindsay's just looking up a book recommendation. And then... That's oh, okay. So yeah. it's called Be Still My Heart. And it is written by Emily McIntyre and Sav R. Miller. Okay. And it is a thriller suspense romance. And it takes place on a tiny island off the coast of Oregon. And all this suspicious stuff starts happening. There's a body that washes up in the ocean and so the female main character is a detective she comes to the island to solve this case 
and the main suspect is our male main character and he's like just uh he's very grumpy keeps to himself blah 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 blah. it is so good and this is called uh be still my yeah be still my heart be still my heart okay by Emily McIntyre. Emily McIntyre. Okay. Sav R. Miller. Right on. I think you should definitely read it. Girl, you crushed this episode. I gotta say. Thanks. You, you murdered it. But I think that is gonna do for <laughs> episode eight um, of Book Sniffers. Thank you guys so much for listening. Quick little note: we are we we have technically started our Patreon um in, in the sense that we signed up <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna start adding some stuff to it get we're gonna we got some ideas in the works for what how what we want to how we kind of want to flow with it there's going to be some exclusive videos and monthly things um and yeah that's uh that's gonna wrap it up for episode eight i'm gonna go out sniffing turtles all the way down mm, which uh, uh, i'm sure is gonna smell like anxiety <laughs> i'll go with the right move which is going to smell like? Uh, let's go courtside at an NBA basketball game. Oh, so sweaty nachos. Sweaty, some popcorn, maybe some beer. I love you. I love you too. Okay. This has been... Oh, ready? Got a snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <thank. laughs> Thanks for listening, guys.